Right, good, uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Tribe Talk with your host, Coach Will. I'm here with my boy, Al B. Al B, tell me a little about yourself before we get into the show. Well, first and foremost, I'm America's favorite master trainer. <laughs> That's Absolutely. First and foremost, I'm America's favorite master fitness trainer. I'm, I'm out of Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I'm in Virginia. I say that I'm in Virginia. Mm-hmm. My way of Philadelphia. I've been here about eight years. I'm owner of Secrets Studio Gym and Nutrition. Working out of a new you wellness. I got a lot going on. Yeah, man. But it's a lot mm-hmm. of layers to me. You know, I help a lot of people. And um, yeah, 49 and fit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So uh, <laughs> it's funny how we all kind of connected. Connected to a mutual person. Uh, I was coming to a class here. We started talking. Find out we have a lot more connections than we thought. So mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely like a six degrees of separation. And you really know it's like a small world. Like you have interconnection with a lot of people. Um, and so just talking with you, Al, I was like, I had to get you on the show because I liked your perspective, how you approach not only fitness, but just life and just thought. And I think it's very good. And we both kind of uh, transplants from up north. You were originally from Philly. I'm originally from New York. So we got a lot of those things in common, too. Right. Although you're an Eagles fan, I'm a Giants fan. We can still get together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a rivalry, but it's all good. Right, right, right. Um, so I wanted to have you on the show. Uh, and this show is called Tribe Talk. And this season, I wanted to do something called uh, a series called Lifting Weights, mm-hmm. where it's not just talking about the weights we lift in the gym, but the weights we have to deal with and lift in life. And uh, ways to use the gym approach to use those principles we apply in the gym to apply us to life weights as well. So this episode, we starting off, is called uh, Failure. Oh, and hmm. yeah, a lot of times you hear the word failure, you think of a lack of success. You think of the state of not functioning. You might even think of uh, it's a, a sensation, uh, the sudden sensation of power, like loss of power, right? You fail. Um, but I don't want to just think of failure in a bad way. Because uh, we use failure in gym, and you go in weight training, right? Failure is uh, an absolute good thing. Absolutely, right? You repeat exercise, so basically you can't do it anymore. Right. Um, and it's actually, you can use it as a tool of, as I would say, um, of analysis. To see where you are, basis. But it's also helped, like, get that pump you're looking for. So talk a little bit about that first, as far as, like, failure in the gym and how that works and stuff like that. And just hearing you say that, just hearing you say that, uh, you know, we think of failure, and I think that our, we're conditioned. A lot of times, we're conditioned um, according to environment, um, and, and whether it's small or big, you know, it's always steps to it, like an onion, there's layers to it. But obviously, in the gym, to fail is not bad because you're going to failure. Well, I, you know, let's go to the beginning. To fail something, that means you had to start. You had to start. So how can you be failing if you started? A lot of, in the society that we're in right now, a lot of people not even starting. They're not even in the race. So they can't even fail. They can't say they fail. If I fail at my business, not necessarily a bad thing. It, it's, you know, you fall to get up. Absolutely. If I fail in my face, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I fall to get up. It's when you don't fall. I mean, it's when you don't get up. Right, right. <laughs> it's when you right. don't get up. And the same thing with the fitness, you know. When we right, the gym, absolutely. It, if you don't, you, you, you tear down the muscle to rebuild it. Absolutely. The, and, you know, and that, and that is basically the definition of failure. Yeah. You know, when we talk about gym. You, absolutely. You, you tearing it down till you can't tear it down no more to heal. So, why do so many people 
fear failure. If you know that it's, it's a tear down to build back up, and we know it's a, a necessary process in success in the gym and success in life, why do so many people, why are so many people afraid to fail and in turn afraid to try? It's easy. It's easy. It's easy to not even get in the game. It's easy to not to not fail. It's easy to because you know if it's easier to talk. Mm-hmm. A lot of rappers. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it, do that make sense? Absolutely. The people on the sidelines, it's easy for them to say, "Ah, oh, you're not. You don't. You did. You didn't. You can't." Or even when you you're in the race, mm-hmm. you should be doing this. Do it a little more. And when you win. Ah, yeah, you could have done this a little better. You could, but they on the side. They're not even in the race. Mm. So I'm gonna throw a little, a little surprise in here. Y'all didn't know she was in the background watching and listening for a sec. But I'm gonna throw my girl Keisha come through, talk to us a little bit. Um, yeah, just talk a little bit about um, that part he just said. Because I like the name of your business. It's called No Tap Out. Right. So if we talk about failure. That's part of that, right? Right. I Keep mean, going. Don't right. tap out. No tap out until right. so, it's done. And it's funny how that name came. <laughs> right. So jump into this conversation for a second. How how do you get the people you train to over that fear of failure, a fear of trying? Oh, wow. Um, each, individual, each person is different. So you have to handle each one is different that feel like they can't do it or they can't complete the process or feel like they're doing so much and they can't. I just keep motivating them. I keep pushing them, letting them know of the failures I've had myself and that you just got to get back up and keep going no matter what. Um, it's all about encouraging them, letting them know that you, you're still doing good. You're still doing great. Keep pushing them. Don't You never want to down your client for something that they may or may not be doing. Um, you just teach them. You just gotta teach. Yeah, yeah. And part of teaching to me is always the mindset. And I think with all of us being trained, you know, we always got to train the mindset. So the first thing I always tell them is, failure one is not a person, and failure is not a bad thing. It's a, it's a moment, it's an event, but it's not a person. That's mm-hmm. number one. And then once I get them past that part, then I say, it's a tool of measurement. It's not to say that you like you can't do something, because I mean, don't like to use that word. Yeah. It's more saying, okay, I'm able to do this here right now, or I can only do this amount right now, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean I can't do more later. That's so I push myself. So it's like I'm measuring myself. Like, you know, when you were, so maybe sometimes when you were kids, and your mom would like measure you when you're growing on the mm-hmm. side of the wall. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at failure now. It's a measurement. So it's a tool of measurement. Like, okay, this is where I was yesterday. I was able to do seven reps before I couldn't do any more, right? And then the next day I did eight, and then I exhausted myself. And, and, right. and you just brought up a word that I'm already bubbling. Yeah, you know, yeah, go spirit, ahead, go ahead. Already give me. When we're, we're, all right, to fail you, and working right. out, you go until you can't go no more. Key words you just said, exhaustion. Exhausted. To be exhausted is to be tired. A time for rest. Mm-hmm. During that time of rest, you're allowing oxygen to flow in uh, to rehabilitate mm-hmm. what, what's being torn down, and it's the same thing in life. You know, um, we we have times of exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're just so faith, and even with again, I, I'm I'm a person of faith. I'm like a, from a DMX perspective, but mm-hmm. the same thing. You know, 
we uh, in faith. Is faith is not something. It's like a muscle. You work it to exhaustion, mm -hmm. and then you get tired. It's not that your faith less at that time. You're just having a time. You have a time of rest. You need a moment to rest. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. So it, and it's okay to have that time to rest again. To piggyback on what I said earlier, as long as you're getting back up, because right. like faith, like muscle, like your fitness, it's not something that you get and you got it and you can hang it on the wall and say, "I got it. I'm good now." It's something that has to continue to be worked Absolutely. in that process. Always, of always life. striving, just like, man. Just like always. the process of life, you gotta have you gonna have that energetic time, and then you gonna have the time of rest. The rest is just as important. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It's like you're right in the vein of this whole season where you with your rest. Cause that's one of the episodes we talked about, like, and how people look at it as just not doing something, but it is actually doing something. Like you said, it's it's also part of that process of repairing and and building back up. So people sometimes neglect rest, thinking that I don't want to be stagnant. They think of rest as being stagnant. Like we just talk about think of failure, not progressing. Hmm. And they're, they're like they're they're both like so think failure. I'm not moving, and they think of rest because I'm not progressing. Like no, you're, that's all a part of the progression. Mm -hmm. So it's cool that you're saying that, and like you said, just going to exhaustion. I always think about that. Like though, then you got to rest. But I love the fact that it means you're expending energy, and so even though you may not have you may not have reached the the pinnacle where you wanted to that day, it didn't mean you didn't expend energy and you wasn't progressive. So even in failure, you're growing. You are. And so, um, like a personal testimony, can you speak to a time where you had one of your I guess you would say quote unquote your greatest failures, but when you recovered from it, you realized it's one of your greatest moments of growth. Hmm. That's a good question. Quite a bit of um, just which one I'm going to want to use. Hey, great, great. Um, huh, I'm just going to say with God, amen. My old marriage, my ex, my ex wife, or my, you know, my old relationship. Uh, I was married, didn't do too well in that. I learned through it. It was what I considered. Because anytime you got to get divorced, in in my mind, yeah. initially I'm like, damn, I failed. Because you feel like you failed, you know. It, it feels like you know that's not a good thing. And you know, initially on how I felt, but we're we're in a good place. It's just we not it's, it, we're not working, and it's, we're not we don't right. mesh anymore. Mm -hmm. So going forward, mm -hmm. I don't you know the things that I learned from that marriage. And well, the, the the fails as well as all the pros and the cons. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to do better in my next relationship, mm -hmm. my next marriage. So yeah. is that is that yeah, does absolutely. that because you know and that and that's a profound that's deep with me because I'm even talking about it. That's like personal. right, 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 it's right. Personal, right. but it is real. You know? But that's what we want. Like I think a lot of times people see everyone's success. And they don't see the fears that it took to get to that success. Right. So, like, they say, like, the average millionaire fails seven times at becoming a millionaire before they become that millionaire. So, we always look at the finished product and we celebrate the finished product. But we don't, we don't really see the, the journey and the process that it came to to get to that. It's like, so, 
is you have this false sense of oh it's an overnight success. And I, I was just saying, I'm I'm a big fan of Griselda, the rap group Griselda. Uh, yeah. I was, yo, I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> yeah. Benny the Butcher say that. And he, he said, said that his song. He was like, they was like, oh, they said um, you came out over like overnight. He was like, I spent like a thousand nights in prison. So what right. are you talking about? You're right. Exactly. And it was like, exactly yo, so, and, that's mind, like, and I was like, it. yo, that that Jay hit said, me so yeah. hard. It was like, because we think like. We wake up. People just think you wake up into success. And, and you don't wake yeah. up into success. There's a lot of nights when you want to give up. And I thought about what Nipsey said. He was like, he was like, I don't have any other redeeming quality that's better than anyone else except for the fact that I didn't give up. Right. That's it. Like, I, I wasn't smarter than the next guy. I wasn't more talented than the next guy. I wasn't better looking than the next guy. I didn't even have more money than the next guy. I just didn't give up when I had every opportunity to give up. Like, I wanted to. But that marathon, like that, that marathon, just, I would not give up. And a and lot of people do. They just give up. Right. A lot of people they give up. They stop getting up. Exactly. Before we tear the muscle down to come back a couple days from now to tear it down again. Exactly. But they yeah. don't want They stop right now. Right. They'd be like, ooh, it's sore. Oh, it hurts. Oh, I can barely move. Uh, I expect me to lift a weight. And right. Right. It's too sore. It hurts too much. Because guess what? You may not do as much because it is so, but you're still moving it. You're still moving because you're going to have your rest. You know how I always get the way they do that? I go, so a week from now, you won't feel that pain from that work before. But your body got the progress from that. Mm-hmm. Right. So either you are, you're too concerned about the pain of the moment that you're not looking at the benefit up, uh, in the results. future. Exactly. Right. And that's why a lot of people results. do not make or get to the levels because they want to get to, or they don't achieve things in life, or even in try for things. Like, I have this dream, or I know I can do it, and then as soon as they have some opposition, some pain, uh, some yeah. some falls, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, that's for me being like, new to the business game, like, as a business owner, and all of us are business owners, so we know, like, you you feel a lot of times as a business owner, like, and it's scary. Yeah, listen, and, 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 and it's scary. You're like, yo, they it's need scary. something done. Yeah, that, that that plan you put out, you're like, it's gonna be a great event. Oh, these people are come through, and like, two people show up, mm-hmm. and you're like, and it is, and it's one man. of those frustrating things, and you want to be like, you know, I'm not gonna do this no more. I don't want to do this no more. Ain't nobody come. But like I said, you got to keep going no matter what. So what? Only one or two came this time. The next time you do it, it'll be three or four. You you never know, but you keep going until you achieve. Yeah. What you want to achieve. And that's why everyone will ask me, like, why do you smile every class? Like, why are you always smiling? Why are you always so happy? And I'm like, and it's not that I'm using the smile to mask anything that's happening to me. Because some people do that, like, put on a fake mask or, like, a fake, you know, air of, like, oh, yeah, everything's good, nothing's bothering me. Like, no, stop be bothering me sometimes when I get out that car. Like, I don't feel like being here. But I don't smile because I'm trying to ignore that. I smile because as long as I'm breathing, it's an opportunity that's gonna get better. Yeah. Like I can I can use my mind, I can use my thoughts, I can use the people around me, my network, and just to get to things to get better. Or even just sit in that moment, like, yo, this is a this is really bad right now, but it's gonna be better. Like it's only temporary. Like any feeling we're going through is only temporary. Only temporary. Mm-hmm. Don't and make I a always, permanent decision. And I always exactly. Think, you know, guess what? Keep somebody out there is probably worse off than you are. Get yourself up. And keep going. Or oh, they get, counting get, on you to show up. Exactly. They may be waiting on you. And so get up and keep moving. And guess what? You woke up this morning and you were breathing. And not everybody's getting to do that nowadays. God, oh, the worst thing we could do is make a permanent decision in a temporary situation. Y'all say it again, Al. The worst yeah. thing we could yeah. do is... Yeah, right now, you got to spend a block on that one. <laughs> the worst thing <laughs> you could do is make a permanent decision in a temporary situation. Yes. People that commit Man. suicide are making a permanent decision... <laughs> In a temporary yeah. situation, but the devil's a lie, and that's the whole thing. 
we gotta keep we gotta keep that in mind, man, because it's trickery. Mm-hmm. That same trickery that is to keep you down and keep you from getting up again. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You you said it right there, man. You said it right there. <laughs> right Making there. a permanent decision from a temporary situation. And we all do that. That's it. Anything, exercise, yeah. life, relate, everything. We get quick, so mad, and we don't focus right, so we instantly make a decision. And not even a minute or two later, once our mind is back focused, we're like, damn. You gotta deal with the that. aftermath of that decision. And then it's the aftermath, like now, how I gotta fix this? Like, how can I repair this? What do I have to do? So it's yeah. And that's one of the things I've learned. So, again, now to go back to, you said, real life testimony. And, again, from my past relationship is I've learned to not, to be less, to talk or, because the tongue, we already know, we hear Mm -hmm. that. The tongue is like the sharpest thing on us. We can bring life and bring death, but you never really know until you actually done it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could say some things, you can't, you you say some things to some people, or some things are being said to you that you can't unhear. Yeah. And you can't. Unsay. Yeah, I think the moment that there was this thing that tells we was young and we were like, yeah, and they just used that so you went and fight with people to say stuff to you. And it were like six and stones, they break your bros, but words were never hurt. And that was one of the biggest myths they ever told us. Because words hurt more and longer sometimes than a stick or stone. Like, I broke my hand and healed. But I still didn't have things in my head people said to me when I was a kid. Like, yo, why have I still got this in my head? And you like, you don't realize that it's a scar tissue there. Like, and every time somebody says something similar to you in, in new relationships, you open that wound over right. again because you never really heal from it PTSD. unless you really get healing from that. PTSD. Like, and one of my biggest failure moments for me was like, um, was having my child before I got married. Because um, my dad is a pastor. Well, he was, right? And my mom, so you know, everyone's like, the PKs are the worst, right? <laughs> And there's some truth to that, but <laughs> it's very logical to me. But, but it was crazy because um, I had so many responsibilities and I had some people looking up to me. So I took it worse than everyone else, which was crazy. Like, I guess some people were like, yeah, PKs are kind of wild, so they kind of expected me to have some type of situation. Because I was always like, they didn't really know much about me because I didn't show them anything about what I was doing outside of that. Like, me and you talk about something I was doing outside of when I came there. I was, like, the good kid in front of everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, but I was out here doing wild stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when that Drake hit, it was like, not everybody's also going to come out, right? And when I had my child, man, it was crazy because I felt bad about it. I mean, my parents, it was like, you know, got to make better choices, but I took it worse I felt like I, I let everyone else down that was looking up to me. So it, it was a hard failure for me. Like, almost to the point where I didn't want to do anything else. Like, I mean, like, so I, you know, sometimes you get judgmental even as a kid, you know, growing up, especially like in the church, they don't really teach you relationships and love and, and grace and mercy like you think they, they should. A lot of times, they're, even though they're saying, that, they're saying that, you can see where they're judgmental. They're like, oh, this person comes here, like, why are you looking at her? And I guess I was kind of in that mode, that mode too, because I didn't have any real big failures, or public failures, or shit like that. I had failures in, in, in private, but that public failure was like, everybody was like, look, like you tell everybody else, and mm-hmm. look what happened with you. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, man, so I, would, I sink down real deep, was like, I don't want to do anything. Like, had a real bad situation, but. I grew so much from that moment because so many people were like, we just, we were like, we're just so glad you finally had to fail. Like, so now you can have some more compassion for other people. You can like deal with people differently. Mm-hmm. So that for me was one of my biggest failures, but it was like one of my best failures because I learned so much from that moment 
I grew so much from that moment. And, like, from that kind of spearheading like how I am today, like, I'm like, people can tell you pretty much anything. And I'll be like, all right, man, we can get from we can get up from this. Like, unless you just don't want to get up from it. Right. If you just want to wallow, then I can't help you. Right. But if you want to get up from it, oh, I'm here all day. Because I done had so many joints since then. So I, I, I cannot judge anybody. Like, whatever, man. Like, yo, what? That's all you did? Right. Man, listen. I help you hide the body. Like, and we, can, and we still figure it out afterwards. Like, come on. For real. Like, because there's... There's so much growth sometimes in those moments, man, that we don't take advantage of because we're so busy trying to avoid them. So for me, I'm like, I don't avoid failures anymore. Like, I try as much as I can to fail. So I know where I'm at. Yeah. And the thing is, you start to fail less because you, because, all right, I'll say this and then I got a client like I'm getting ready to get to. Wisdom. Yeah. You said be careful what you pray for. Wisdom. I pray for that way early, and God gave me wisdom by allowing me to go through these situations, to go through these failures, and live. You go through failures, you have a story to tell, you can help some people, and guess what? You're going to stop falling in the bear traps, or you're going to stop stepping in the same mud holes. You're going to stop doing the same things that a lot that cause you to fail because you're hip to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm. That's it, man. <laughs> We're growing and learning from our failures, man. Like, like I said, so I appreciate you guys jumping on. Keish, you already know. Al, you guys know, man. I love like-minded people, and I like the fact that we all kind of in that same way. We're looking for just helping people, and it's a passion for us. And like you said, it's a ministry, so it goes beyond just coming here. Yeah, you got clients, we got all that, but it's more so like you really passionate about what you do. It, it shows. You can tell those are just in here for the money and those who are, here are passionate about it. it. They always perfected themselves, which helps them perfect their craft. Right. So I thank you for sitting in on this episode. Thank you, Keish, throw you in there last minute. You came through. I, I appreciate it. Stay ready so she ain't got to get ready. Right, right. So uh, just quick, how can they stay in contact with you if they want to on social media or even check out your services and stuff like that? You can catch me. I'm at a New Year Wellness all day long here in Richmond. Um, 1606 Ombi Lane, Richmond, Virginia, 23220. Or you can catch me on Facebook at 8L space B White. That's Al B White. Or you can even holler at me. My phone number is so open. 804-252-8661. And if you can call me with the craziness, I just block you. (laughs) Absolutely. Switch ups, crazy, right? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Keish. How can they stay in contact with you? Um, uh, very easy. You tap in. You, you can Google me, and you'll find me. You put in No Tap Out Fitness. I am the only No Tap Out Fitness. When you put in Google, it pops up me. So that is my website, NoTapOutFitness.com. Instagram, Facebook, the same. As well as you can just find me, Keisha K E S H A No I. Terry without an E, T A R R Y. You'll find me everywhere. I ain't freely giving my um number out like Al. <laughs> my business number is on my page, and I'm like Al as well. You come with the funny business, you get to block. I got a limited blocking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They have that uh, bad energy. No, no, exactly. No, just serious inquiries only. Seriously, you know. Um, as trainers, we get a lot of people contacting us. You know, some people are serious. Some are just playing around with it. If you're truly, truly serious about your fitness, 
definitely reach out to to one of us. We you know, don't play no games at all. Absolutely. So thank you guys both for so jumping on to the Tribe Talk podcast. Uh, with Coach Will. Uh, you guys be blessed. Peace out, everybody. All right. Safe one love. Yes, yes. Peace.